Hello and welcome to the Salty Club podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Creeper, and this is the first solo episode of 2024. So I'm so excited and we're going to be doing something a little bit different this year. Um, I had a lot of fun doing the Take a Walk, you know, solo podcast, of course. I enjoyed talking to myself. I enjoyed talking about myself. Who wouldn't? Um, but I decided to change it up a little bit this year because as much as I like just hitting record and seeing what comes out, I had a good time with that. Um, I decided to make this year and the solo episodes a little bit more topic focused. And what we're going to start this year with is going to be called a series Skating is for Mothers. And I know this is like quite niche, it's not for everyone, but what I want to be doing with these, because the format we take is like every second week, hopefully, if I stay on track, (laughs) is an interview. But then every week that isn't an interview is more of like a solo episode, right? Like a bit shorter, a bit different, but this year I'm going to make it a lot more topic focused. And I wanted to start off this kind of series with this idea in mind that skating is for mothers and might not be for you, but as we go through different topics throughout the year, I'm sure there will be some topics for you. But my intention with this first, this first kind of series is first, I want to talk about my experiences skating as a mother, why the idea, why this sentence skating is for mothers came into my head and why I've started to feel so excited and so passionate about it. And then also why I want to bring on some of my friends and people from this community who are in the same boat to sort of share about their experiences too. So First, I would like to start with skating is for mothers. Throughout the year, I'd love to talk about different things. Let's say fear in the water, fear in surfing, um, any other thing that comes up. We'll see where we end up by the end of the year. But I've already lined up some of my favorite surf skatey mum friends and they're going to be coming on throughout the weeks as well and sharing about their experiences. But I wanted to start with me. (laughs) And my intention is just to encourage other mothers who are feeling like, Maybe it's frivolous to start a hobby like such as skating. It can be anything, let's say surfing, let's say anything such as skating and to be like, well, I'm a mom and that's kind of like for kids or it's for people without responsibilities. It's like, actually, I think these things are for us because they do so many different things to get us back into ourselves and our joy and our body that I kind of want to be a part of like encouraging other mothers to go ahead and try things like this. So, yeah. So, how this came to me was sometimes when I'm skating or doing something, because I do a lot of the reels for the social media for the so, uh, the Salty Club, um, I think you can probably tell which style is mine when I'm posting it, which style is Erica's when she's posting it. But I was just skating one day, just down in my little courtyard doing little circles. And I started to have this, this sentence came into my head, which is like, skating is for mothers. And why this distinction came into my head was like, no, I'm not doing like, I'm not a mum trying to be the cool mum doing something that's for like younger kids or for people who don't have like commitments. Like actually, I think that skating is for mothers. Like it just does so many things to enrich the motherhood experience for me that this has gone beyond just being something like fun and it's actually become like really therapeutic for me. And I think it just so much of what it entails really enriches 
the whole motherhood experiences. So I wanted to talk a bit about that. I ended up making a reel about it. I'll repost that when I post this uh, episode. But just the resounding response that I got from other mums who were like, yes, I feel this, like this is what it is to me. And I wanted to kind of give a voice to that. Not that there isn't already a voice, like you can find so many, so many mums who skate, but I just wanted to really join in that conversation. I wanted to talk about what skate is to different mothers, what it means to them. So this episode will start with me. And then next, like in the next fortnight, we'll have another one of my friends come on and other people you've probably even seen around on Instagram come on and talk about their experiences. So even if like you're not a mum, even if you don't skate, it's still super interesting to get different perspectives and also the perspective of starting something later in life because, you know, we see so many videos of these little shredders, these kids who started surfing or skating when they were like seven and then there is no space I think for starting things later, for not pushing to be this super pro level athlete or whatever, like super tricks, super everything. There's this space of starting things later in life, using it to grow. And I'm really interested in in people's experience with that. For example, in the in the Salty Souls retreats, we've had people who were like 60 plus come and learn to surf. And, you know, they, I just also want to be a part of this conversation that there is never a cap on what age you can start trying new things and exploring things. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about what skating means to me. And that's it. I hope you enjoy. I'm going to stop talking about what I'm going to talk about and I'm just going to actually start talking about it. So I wrote down some notes. um, And the first one I wrote down is that skating, it gives me a chance to feel reckless, brave and wild. And if you're in this community, chances are you have like this little wild streak, right? You're a bit of a wild woman. And when you become a mum and responsible for another human life, you just can't be wild as you were before. And believe me, wild can take on so many different forms. Like in this podcast, we talk about wild as an idea in so many different ways. And for sure, that idea of wildness has morphed for me because like, I don't know how many times I can say the word wild, but when you've literally like made a a human with your body and then you're like breastfeeding them, that's a different kind of primal wildness that you tap into. And when your whole like physiological, biological system is like rewiring to protect this kid, yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. But the wildness I'm talking about is this kind of reckless wildness. I mean, I used to like going to music festivals when I needed to have this sort of recklessy sort of feeling and I needed to needed to let loose. Or on a bigger scale, sometimes if I really needed that kick of recklessness, I'd quit a job or I'd move a town or I'd move to a new country. I mean, I've done that a few times. I've done a few times where I just needed to feel like a fresh sense of like n- not recklessness to the point that you're totally out of control in your life, but this sort of feeling of like throwing caution to the wind and seeing what happens. And I've done that in different stages through my life, jumping on shuttles and like going to new places and jumping into adventures. But I mean, when you're in this stage of like early motherhood where routines and consistency and safety, like you are responsible for creating a safe, consistent place for your kid. Um, And people can be like, no, just raise a wild baby. And it's like, yeah, but that has to be. And I've spoke about this before with like Gina in our, in our podcast together is 
when you have a, a baby for safety, there does need to be like this element of predictability, knowing what to expect and safety. And then from there within that construct, you can explore the idea of like wildness and all of this. But like there is no way around when you have a kid, there has to be dependability and safety. And you are like the curator of that experiences, which then means like one thing that gets lost in your life is this recklessness. And, you know, not to say I can't go to like a music festival if I want, but the truth is I like don't have the time. I don't really have the money. And if you go to a music festival, it's like the whole day and then the next day, like getting over the hangover. So just truly the ways that I used to feel reckless before, they're not as accessible to me now. And truthfully, skating gives me this feeling. Like I put on my headphones I put on like some music, I put on like some rock music or some like really just blah, music that isn't vibey, isn't calm, isn't whatever at all. And then I just start skating around and it just gives me this feeling of just like being free, being wild, being a little messy, being a little bit of a psycho. And like, and I, and it doesn't look like that, but it feels like that to me because it almost feels like I'm tapping into that little 13 year old like girl that little 13 year old skater girl who used to like wear converses and want to be like this little emo chick and there's just something about skating connecting me to that self while still not you know putting my kid at risk like putting my relationship at risk not being and and it sounds crazy but in that and I've actually spoke about this before I spoke about it in our interview with Taylor Godba where she was talking about like partying, like snowboarding gave her that feeling that partying used to. It's like this organized recklessness where you're not like drinking so much where you could actually start to be making really unsafe and really detrimental decisions and like actions toward like your relationships and your health and your life. Sure, like obviously snowboarding at the level she does is an insane risk, yes, and sometimes can be risking your life. But it's also this like controlled way. It's a controlled recklessness. And I truly believe we need that as women. We need that. It's it's this yin and yang aspect of our lives, right? Like we need the safety, the routine, the security. But as our natural like essence, <laughs> lack of a better thing to say, there needs to be these periodic moments of just fucking letting it all go, feeling out of control, feeling excited, feeling like without responsibilities and feeling free. And even though all I'm doing is like moving around on four wheels in my little courtyard, sometimes with my friends, sometimes at like cruising out, out in the world, it gives me that feeling and it actually scratches that itch. It's not like a, an artificial way to conjure it. I actually think drinking and partying for me is the artificial way to conjure that recklessness. And believe me, like when I was younger and I was in high school and that was the only way that I could capture that reckless feeling was by partying because that was because I just didn't have this connection with my body where like when I was in high school, I was super conscious of looking stupid, right? And I'm sure many people can relate to that. I I didn't like going in sports carnivals. I didn't like going in swimming carnivals. I didn't like competing in things where people could like see me using my body, which makes me so sad thinking about it now, like how much fun I could have had in high school. Like now that I know that no one gives a shit and no one's watching me, but I didn't and I'm here, so it's fine. Um, but 
I started surfing on and off all throughout high school. I never fully committed. Skating, I really wanted to do it. I love the whole culture of it. I love how people dressed. I loved the whole lifestyle around the skating. And I like had skateboards, I had surfboards, but I was still so like caught up in my own body and my own head that I never gave myself the opportunity to use those as vehicles to let my wild out. And if I had done that, I really think I would have been less of like a hot mess on the weekends at like the parties we snuck out to. I wouldn't have done so many things that like was so embarrassing that like still sometimes when I go back to Australia and catch up with my friends, they're like, Hey, do you remember? And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think it would have been. And that's why I am so excited. The amount of like organizations and groups that are trying to give these um, modalities to young women, the surfing and the skating, it's to be like, for a million other reasons, but to also feel like this is where you can test your limits and this is where you can feel kind of out of control and this is where you can get that thing we all have to get that out of us um, that we all need. So that's a massive point of what skating is for me. It's my chance to feel reckless, basically, in a controlled, safe, fun way that doesn't like require a whole next day to recover from like a binge or a, like drinking too much or a hangover, it's it's actually healthy. So that brings me to my second point, which skating is a chance to reclaim my body. Now, if you've given your body to the making, like, you know, birthing, feeding and general constant care of a small human, it's easy to feel like your body now belongs to someone else. And the thing what skating does is it gets you back into your body and not even in like a spiritual sense, in a physical sense, because your legs are burning, you're moving your arms. And if you're wanting to learn how to move better and smoother, you're concentrating on where your arms are, where your legs are, the placement of your hips, the placement of your feet. Are you crouching? Are you standing? So when there's so much focus on your body, firstly, you're feeling like it exerting itself and then you're focusing on the placement of like all your limbs. It is your body. There's no question about it. There's no one touching you. There's no one grabbing at your boobs. There's no one like hanging off you because you're like on four wheels fucking zooming out of there. Um, So it's this feeling that we can lose through motherhood, which is our body is ours because we're so used to it belonging to someone else. And this is why mums, you might hear sometimes mums talking about feeling touched out. And I mean, the more cliche, the more overarching cliche that people hear about is that like wives don't want to have sex with their husbands, right? And a lot of that is to do with this feeling that they've been touched all day by their kid and their body, like their sleep, that everything is in service to this kid that when they have their free time, they just don't want to be touched because there's actually like this sensory overwhelm that can happen, even if it's like a tiny little baby or a toddler where you just like hit your quota for being touched and you're just like, I don't want anyone to touch me. I, I want my body to feel like mine. And that's why you might see mums doing things like getting tattoos or getting nipple piercings or just doing random shit that you think is random. It's actually not random. It's ways for them to reclaim their body. And that's why I think it's also really good for mums to be like getting their hair done, getting their nails done or getting massages. Like these things put you back in your body and reclaim that sense of like agency over it. And that is what skating does as well. You are in your body. You are deciding how it moves. You are deciding the tricks you want to do. You're deciding if you're cruising, if you're practicing this move, this turn, whatever. So 
it's actually an amazing way to like neutralize that that body overwhelm when you feel like you've been too touched. And there's been times where like, you know, Jaggle's just been all over me. And then I finally get a chance to kind of pop out and skate for 20 minutes. And that can actually neutralize this overwhelm I've been feeling at being touched so much where I'm like, no, no, okay, it is my body. I still have the agency over it. I'm still in it. I still feel it. And I still feel it not in relation to what it gives just my kit. And then this, without going super deep, but now we're here, it also reclaims your sense of self and ownership over your own life. And then you're coming back to your kid or your children or your husband as like a sovereign (laughs) person. So then you have more to offer your family anyway. I didn't even think we're going to end up there. But the more I started the talking, the more I saw like how deep it went. So thanks for being there with me for that. But it's so fucking true. Like even if it's not surfing, like skating, even if it's not surfing, you need something like something active that is like, oh, this is my body. And now I am like willingly putting it in like, okay, the service of my kid or like getting into pleasure with my my partner. But it has to start from this thing of being like, okay, no matter what, my body is my own. So the next point, it's good exercise. Like that's one of the most basic things for me. And it's always been my biggest struggle with having consistent exercise is I like, I like to do the kind of exercise where I don't realize I'm doing it because I'm focused on something else. And that's what surf has always been for me. Your arms are burning, but you're more focusing on just getting out past the set to like get out to the lineup. You're more focused on paddling to get the wave. You're more focused on duck diving properly to get under the wave. So you're not focusing actively on like your body. You're not waiting for the workout to end. You're not counting reps, which is also obviously a big part of what we do at the club. But what skating does is that same thing. It is such good exercise. I get so tired. And if you're starting skating, you will know that whole body pain feeling you get after like an hour of skating. And that just means you are working your body without even realizing you're doing it. So if you're someone who's like, look, I just don't want to think about exercising, but I just want to know that I, that I did. Skating is a really, really good way to go about it. And The other thing is that it can squeeze it. You can squeeze skating into a small amount of time. And this is sometimes the problem I have with surfing because with surfing, you have to like get to the beach. You have to, you can't be contacted. You're not reachable. I mean, Ugo jumps up and down on the beach. And especially when I was breastfeeding, Ugo was like jumping up and down on the beach and waving his arms like a crazy person to be like, the baby needs milk. So like, yes, you are reachable, but you're not reachable in the way that you're reachable if you're like on land. And sometimes that's exactly what we need is like, no one fucking contact me. No one call my phone. No one touch me. Like sometimes that is needed, but other times we can be reluctant to like give time to ourselves because we do need to be reachable. And sometimes the kid only naps for 20 minutes, or sometimes you only have like 15 minutes in your day where you can have to yourself. And like, you're not going to even have the time to drive out to the beach. So it has to be something like a hobby that can fit into tiny spaces. And that is what skating can be. If you've got like a flat road out the front of your house, if you've got a garage, if you've got a park down the end of your road, even if you're like me and you've probably seen my videos, like if you look at any of my reels, you see out the front of my house is this tiny little courtyard. All I can do are little circles and a little figure eight. And it doesn't always scratch the itch, but even sometimes just having that 15 minutes, put on like three or four songs, do a few loops. It's like, oh, okay. 
oh, like I am feeling okay to get back into my mothering, to get back into my life. So, and this can be really good, especially if you have little babies and they're like sleeping and you're looking at the monitor and you're like, wow, 15 minutes could make such a huge difference. So that is another thing why I think like skating is for mothers is because you can fit it into small spaces. And the last one is that it gets you out of your head. Well, two aspects actually, two separate aspects, which will also join together. So the first one is that if you do it with friends, like it's so much better, like anything with friends is so much better. Um, And then if you have at least one or two girls that you skate with, like that's also the much needed social interaction that we need as mums because we can so often just start to get isolated And this is where it ties into the next thing. You know how men, and not to generalize, everyone's different, but like, okay, as a general pattern, men tend to do activities with their friends where they're sitting side by side and either watching something, let's say they're watching the game, or they're sitting side by side, like going on bike rides, surfing, like whatever they're doing, they tend to do activities together. Whereas what women generally can't stereotype, but generally, at least me and my friends, like, generally women, I think they do activities where they sit and face each other because you're talking about like how you're feeling, you're talking about what you're going through and we're connecting through like talking. And sometimes the activity itself is just talking. There's nothing else. Let's say there's a coffee or a wine there, but the big event is we're talking, which is good, but sometimes it's also really fucking draining. Like sometimes you need to like connect with your friends and talk about what's been going on and like get that real. But other times you just want to switch off. So to like get a coffee with a friend and then to like bring everything that's been happening at home to then talk to them about it, it can like make things feel very like sometimes needed, sometimes not needed. Sometimes what we need is to be with our friends and just doing something. Like sometimes I think we can take a leaf out of like our guys' books. Sometimes they can definitely take a leaf out of our fucking books and like talk to each other once in a while and give each other a hug. But having that aspect of – um doing an activity together, socializing, being there together, having that connection where your world is not just like your little bubble of like your kids and your partner or you know what I mean? It expands your world to be like, okay, I've got people, I've got community while also taking away, which is sometimes a bit like burdensome of having to like sit and talk and be emotional and be in that. It's like, let's have a due date. Let's like fucking skate together and you get your social time, you get that connection you need and I would highly recommend it. I would highly recommend it. And believe me, sometimes me and my friends, we end up like sitting on our skateboards and we do end up talking anyway, especially if we've had like a long, (laughs) like a month or two away from each other. But there's also something I really appreciate about like, let's get together and let's do something, which if you're in this community, I'm sure you're already a big part of anyway. I'm sure you were the girl who like got stuck in to things. So yeah, those are the biggest points that I wanted to talk about and wanted to bring And that is what skating is to me. And that's why I'm really excited over the next weeks, months, however long it takes to share other, other people's experiences of starting skating later in life and how it informs their experience of motherhood, because it actually like, it looks trivial, but it's not like skating has given me everything. And it, that isn't to say like, I'm going to one day be like doing the best tricks or looking like super cool. And like, especially this year, that thing has become less important to me, like getting the video, like getting the drone shot, doing this with surfing, with skating. I'm like, all of that 
was actually less about me pushing myself to improve and watching my process. And it was more about my ego getting the better of me and wanting to look cool and wanting to be like, wanting to be looking cool doing this thing. But this year is more about focusing. I mean, I'm still going to take videos because it's fun. And sometimes you actually genuinely need to see like, what am I doing wrong with my arms? What's happening here? But more about like making this process of skating and relationship with skating individual to me and really like tapping into what it means to me and what it gives me rather than looking outside at what everyone's doing and making it like look like that because definitely a mother's relationship with skating is completely different to someone else's so yeah this is the first episode of skating is for mothers like I said this series will last for as long as I feel the the conversation goes we'll still be doing our normal interviews in between I'll be bringing on some of my favorite like mum skaters on here and I'm just excited to see this year where the conversation goes Thank you for listening, guys. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by The Salty Club, hosted by me, Caitlin Creeper, and sound and editing by Matyosh Gomsh.